I'm Maria Ramsey. And I'm Anna Barnard, and you're listening to Never Wear Boring Socks. Welcome back to Never Wear Boring Socks. We hope all of our listeners had a restful and delicious Thanksgiving, and we just want to say that we are so thankful for all of you. Remember that we are still donating to the Hispanic Federation's Hurricane Relief Fund for each review we get through the end of this year, so please leave a review on iTunes if you've been enjoying the podcast. This week is a guest episode, and we have not one but two guests. This week, we are definitely in the holiday mood right now. And what with Thanksgiving, bleh, Thanksgiving happening just last week and other holidays coming up in December with Christmas, New Year's and whatever other holidays you may celebrate during this time of year. Um, and for us, the holidays mean family. And so we thought it was only fitting to have some of our family on the podcast. Uh-huh. So we are very excited that each of our siblings are joining us this week on Never Wear Boring Socks. So Ben Ramsey, the Cheese Beast, and Martha Barnard are with us to talk about family, traditions, music, and more. Yay! Welcome Yay. to Ben and Martha. Yay! <laughs> very exciting. <clears throat> It is, yeah. So before so, we jump into that, what socks are you wearing, Anna and Martha? Okay, so I am wearing a pair of... I stole a pair of socks from Martha, and they are pink and purple, and they have little music notes all over them. And I chose these socks because, one, we all play music, that's something that we all enjoy. But also, my school is having a music festival this weekend that I'm in, and I have been going to lots of crazy rehearsals and things. So I picked some music note socks. I also think it's fitting that you stole Martha's socks for this, since this is our family episode. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Martha, what socks are you wearing? Let's see. I am wearing... I am wearing, I'm wearing argyle socks that are turquoise, blue, purple, dark blue, and white, <laughs> and they say, sometimes salad makes me sad on the side. <laughs> and I chose these socks because I really hate entree salads. I hate the idea of entree salads. I hate... <laughs> Andre salads just they're all around terrible so and I was feeling that today so here we are okay <laughs> nice yeah thanks brother <laughs> Maria and Ben what socks are you wearing I am wearing a pair of socks with a uh, very what would you call these Friendly elephants. Yeah, elephants. Like elephants who have their trunks intertwined uh, yes. lovingly with yeah, little lovingly. hearts in between them. Indeed. They're very Cute. adorable. Yeah. And I thought they adorable. would be a good fit for today's episode because as cousins and siblings, we like to snuggle with each other. And 
the, the elephants on my socks are snuggling, so I thought that was nice. <laughs> I like it. What about you, Ben? I'm wearing my Tacosaurus socks because these are the most interesting socks that I have. Yeah! Woo! They're like, very interesting. They're yeah. like tacos slash dinosaurs. Yeah, I don't think they really need an explanation. It's not well, tacos I just gave and one, dinosaurs. So. It's taco dinosaurs. Yeah, right. well, it's a taco. Yeah, taco saurus to be specific. Best kind of taco, best type of dinosaur. Right. There you go. Well, it's neither because it's a taco saurus. <laughs> okay, it's, an, it's its own <laughs> unique species. Exactly. Sure. <laughs> Martha, thank you for coming on the podcast today. And we would like to start off by having you introduce yourselves to our listeners a little bit. So maybe tell us some of your interests, who you are, where you're at in life. Anything else that you think is relevant? Okay. I'll start, Ben. Yeah, I'll start. Oh, so I graduated from college in May. So I'm in a very similar position to Maria. Um, I'm interested in doing psychology research for a career. I'm also interested in music. Uh, I played the cello and I played the clarinet in high school, though I have to give that away now so my cousin can play it to her new baby. Um, I don't know what my favorite things are. I like cheese a lot and coffee. Hence the cheese beast. Oh yeah, the cheese beast. Yeah, yeah. I guess that makes sense. It's fitting. Uh, Fabulous. Nice. And Martha, would you like to introduce yourself to our listeners? Sure. Um, I am Anna's twin, so we are both freshmen in college. Uh, I am a musician as well, so I play violin, and I am in choir for the first time this year. I don't know what I want to major in, but I'm interested in math and science, so we'll see where that leads. You know, I'm in math and chemistry, but don't really like chemistry, so we're going to work on that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, some of my favorite things, let's see. I like the color orange. I like elephants. I like tea. I like potatoes. And I like Gilmore Girls. <laughs> Lovely. Cool. <laughs> just good a thing. wide array <laughs> yeah good thing yeah. Maria wore her elephant socks I know that's I perfect mm -hmm. yeah. alright so if you've been listening to the podcast since we started you know a little bit about us four cousins but if you're just joining us now we'll give a little background or update on our cousinly endeavors so we since we were little we have spent every nearly every christmas and summer together usually in minnesota where martha and i live but once in a while in massachusetts where ben and maria live um and so that's where all of our cousin memories are from Yeah, so we we have some certain things that we kind of go back to, some cousin traditions, 
shall we say? But most of them are kind of seasonally related since we are we see each other at specific times of year. But like one thing we've done a lot together is swim, mm-hmm. which has been fun. And picking raspberries in the summer, going to the family cabin. Mm-hmm. And we used to put on plays. Anna and I read you a little bit of a really fabulous play that we wrote when we were little. You can tell that we're creative geniuses, especially when we put our minds together. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um, and let's see. We play lots of cards. Yeah. We cook. Foosball. We play foosball. foosball darts. Darts. So all kinds of good things. <laughs> That we do together. But yeah, Marie is correct. So one thing I think that's sort of interesting about our particular cousinhood is that we're long distance cousins. So we've had some creative ways to stay in touch over the years. Like when we were little, we used to write each other a lot of letters. Uh, Your letters were super cute when you were little because you like only sort of knew how to write and would draw all these really adorable pictures of us. It was really great. <laughs> and we still sometimes write letters. I don't remember them that well. I have saved some of them. I'll have to show you some. I really like the letter you guys sent. Yeah, we oh, just wrote letters. That was oh, yeah. Together. Maria was sick and her hand was in a cast, so I had to write <laughs> for her. That was very fun. They're very good. I was saying to my friend, I was like, every day I go and check my mail, and there's never anything there, and my hope is dashed, but every day the hope returns that I will have some mail. And it was a Friday, and I was like, dear God, please let me have some mail, and there that letter was. Oh, I'm so glad. I relate to that. I feel like I had that feeling every time I checked my mailbox in college. Because there was never anything good in there. Yeah. But I then know. occasionally I know. There it's... Exactly. So I was trying why, to help solve you... that problem for you guys. Yeah. When you do get a good piece of mail, then it's just like even more exciting. Right. Exactly. Right. So we also... Back in the day, we had a private blog, a password-protected blog for the four of us. That was also well, a I creative think why way to why we had it was because our parents wouldn't let Martha and I get Facebooks. Mm, probably. Oh, yeah. I think, and so we were like, we need a way to communicate in like a similar way, and we, for some reason, thought a private blog and- would be the method. <laughs> Of choice. And we chose fake names because having a private blog with email <laughs> access only wasn't good enough. We needed more security. <laughs> Our line of defense was strong. Yeah. Yeah. This was a really quality blog, though. I'm really sorry to our audience that it's password protected that you can't read it because it's really amazing i'm gonna read you the very first post we ever posted on it <clears throat> Today, a masterpiece was created. Again, but better. Today, this blog was created. Today marks the beginning of a new era. Today, the blog, Four Weirdos with a Blog, number two, began. Created by Warthog, Sanchez, Myrtle, and Fabio. 
And the second post is, P.S. <laughs> and I forgot to write, this new era will be a great area. era. One of the greatest that has ever happened. <laughs> to yeah. whom it may concern, this is a exactly. gluten-free blog. Thank you very much. So anyway, this was a very creative way to stay in touch. And I think it was, it was a really fun way to stay in touch for us when like we weren't on all of this social media yet mm. and because like you said you guys were a little bit younger that wasn't really something you were doing yet i also don't think social media was quite as much of a thing then even though it was not that long ago really um and it was also a creative outlet for us i know especially anna and i would write these long kind of interestingly put together posts there were like letters, but on a blog. Yeah. So it was a fun way to yeah. make it a little more technologically relevant. So. And there was a pet fish. There was a pet fish. You know, like the old blogs where you can oh, yep. put oh, yeah. weird little, like widgety things that like move around. Yeah, we had little fish and a hamster that ran on a wheel. Yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah, was pretty say, cool. Do we have a hamster. Yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> So I still have my Gmail that I created for the blog because nice. I didn't have a Gmail, so I still have my Fabio.Myrtle <laughs> at gmail.com. Uh, it's what I put for anything that wants me to put down my email, and I really don't want to get the mail. So nice. I put Fabio.Myrtle down. Nice. <laughs> See, this is where private blogs come in handy later on in life. Exactly. Right. Yeah, we were exactly. just thinking ahead. Right. Yeah. I don't not need to make a junk mail email. It's already it's already there. Exactly. And the moral of the story is if you have some family or friends that you want to stay in touch with, there are some ways you can get creative with it. Maybe start a private blog. Maybe write each other really dramatic letters. Or start a podcast. Yeah. Hmm. That works too. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> So one thing that we wanted to talk about today is music, because we're all musicians. We're all pretty serious musicians. So we thought we'd have some interesting things to talk about there. So, Ben, what are you doing with music now? What does music look like in your life? Uh, I don't know. I'm kind of taking a break right now. I played in an orchestra from 7th grade all the way to the end of college. Then I took Charleston throughout high school. I took thumb in high college. But right now, I'm just trying to think about my future, I guess. <laughs> I haven't been focusing on music. But I would like to write more music, perhaps. I guess that's where I'm at with it. What did you like about music while you were doing it? Uh, I guess I liked the collaborating part with people playing chamber music, um, making something with the people who you're playing the music with. I liked that part of it. Uh, yeah, I wasn't really into the solo performance part of it, I guess. Like, that's not really what I found interesting. It was more the playing in ensembles and with other people. 
What do you think was interesting about that? I think it was interesting because you had to like listen to what other people were doing and then you had to adjust what you were doing based on what they were doing and if you had like someone professionally come in and give you a master class and then they can tell you like oh here's what this might sound like and then that's really interesting because that gives you some new ideas that you can play with and then which makes the piece sound different and then the other and then obviously other people get some ideas too and so you just like have some new ideas to work with i always really liked the collaborative aspect of music also that was one of my really my favorite things about music because i've always been really interested in creative collaborations kind of the things that we can do together creatively the what beautiful things we can create in the world when we use our talents together so i i found that a really powerful experience what about you martha where are you at with music what do you love about it um what i do for music is i've played violin since fourth grade and right now i am in orchestra at college and i'm taking private lessons and then this is the first time I've done choir since middle school at elementary school, but I'm in choir too right now. And it's a good time. And what do you love about music? I don't, I just like everything. I don't really know. I think it's hard to pinpoint. I like what you guys are saying about playing in a group, but I also think it's fun to play for me like solo wise. Sometimes it's very frustrating. But I think it's fun for you to have, like, full control over the emotive, like, purpose or whatever of the music. But you can also do a lot cooler things with a lot of people. So I like both aspects. Do you think it's more rewarding to do solo stuff when you have, like, a private instructor working with you? Yeah. Otherwise, it's difficult. Well, I just think they have so much knowledge. So it's very... Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't say the technical thing is what I'm very excited about. It's more having full control and, like, learning as you go on. But, yeah. No, I think what's really great about music in general is that, like, oftentimes it comes with community. Mm -hmm. And so, like, Maria, you've talked about this a little bit. um, But, like, finding community, like, after college, like, what you have done is you found, like, music groups to be a part of or whatever because that's like, a reliable thing that you can do each week, and it's, like, the small group of community that is always there, even though, like, they're part of different things, too. Yeah, that was a big part of how I found community at college. That was, like, my major... (laughs) My... Well, it was my major, but also, I was gonna say my major way of finding friends, if that even makes any sense, but... I had really great experiences in the ensembles that I was a part of. And even like in the community music center growing up, that's how I made a lot of friends and in high school music groups. So I think it's really nice to be with a group of people who have some shared interest 
who are working towards some common goal. Whether that's music or some other thing that you're into. Yeah, and it's nice because people still have a lot of different interests, even within the music and different music interests, too. So it's fun because not in all areas, but sometimes like the STEM people are kind of more one-sided sometimes in their interests, where I feel like people in music, some people are full music all the time, but a lot of people have a very wide range of interests. And even music-wise, you can do a lot of discussing about what you like. Mm-hmm. What are you guys, do you have any favorite kinds of music that you played or favorite pieces you've played or favorite music that you're listening to right now? That's a hard one. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a big question, yeah. I know. For our concerts this weekend, my favorite piece in that is the Magnificat by Howells require that is very pretty and i really like that one let's see orchestra music i think my favorite play- piece i've played in orchestra might be fantasia on a theme by thomas tallis by von Rose. that's really beautiful and it's it was really cool since it's like a double orchestra piece so there's so many different parts i think that was really fun to put together and also like mm-hmm. you're talking about playing with a bunch of different people and it felt even like a bigger group because there were so many different parts going on but i really liked that piece i think and i like all music Mm -hmm. listening wise there's a lot of good stuff out there right now it's christmas music so i'm listening to a lot of ella fitzgerald and frank sinatra and bing crosby which is always good nice (laughs) yeah i feel a lot of like what music you listen to is informed by like how you want to feel so mm-hmm. like right now yeah. christmas music makes you feel jolly exactly but like when you're playing yeah. fantasia on a theme by thomas tallis then that might make you feel like inspired or whatever and so you kind of get to like pick i know like sometimes the only thing that can cheer me up on like a bad day is music because mm-hmm. it just like elicit strong emotional reactions um, more than a lot of other things can. Yeah. I totally agree with that. I think that's fascinating how much power music has over our emotions. And that's true for me, too. Sometimes the only thing that will cheer me up is listening to certain music that I know will make me happier, especially dancing to it. That's like an added (laughs) benefit from some music. But I sometimes... Like, I try to make playlists out of a feeling that I want to have, because that is often what inspires me to listen to music. I have those, too. Yeah. Yeah. I know, but they're, like, my specific versions with my excellent taste in music, Ben. I I like listening to new stuff also. Yeah, Yeah, I do, too. Like the Spotify Discover Weekly I've gotten into recently. There's some interesting yeah. stuff on there. I like. Oh, I like. I like using Google Play Music because that has a lot of like good stations. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
No, I don't <laughs> listen to a lot of R&B and rap, so I've been trying to listen to it and see what I like in that genre, just because I have never really taken the time to listen to that type of music. But now I'm like, look at all this good music that I've been ignoring. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Have, you, have yeah. you discovered anything in there in particular that you have been yeah, enjoying? Yeah, what do you like? I like, I listen to Caesar's album. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I really liked that. And I listened to Daniel Caesar's album, and that was really good, too. Those are the two main ones that I listened to and really, really liked. Like, the whole album, they're all so good, and I was I was missing out. <laughs> cool. yeah. yeah, I get in a habit of, like, listening to songs that I have, like, always listened to because, like, I know they're, like, reliable and they, like, make me feel a certain way. And a lot of songs I, like, associate with memories so I like to listen to them for that reason, mm. and then I just like never listen to new music, and I need to listen to more new music. Yeah. I feel like I got into that for a while, but I've been listening to more newer music recently. What helps you, like, what are some ways that you, like, motivate yourself to find new music? And, like, how do you find new music? I mean, you guys talk about, like, Google Play well, and, like, little stations and stuff. I I also forgot Khalid, but I really like him too, but I mostly started because... I follow a YouTuber named Nathan Zed on Twitter, and he always tweets about R&B and rap music, and I was like, eventually I'll probably listen to some of these people. So after someone's name got mentioned enough, I was like, okay, I'll listen to that. Yeah. <laughs> so that's kind of what, because I was like, I trust your musical opinion, because <laughs> he seems very into the music. And I was like, you know, this is a good way for me to, like, know people's names, because otherwise I don't really know where to look in that genre, just because I've never listened to any of it before, but I'm very happy I have. Yeah. Yeah. For me, it's also been recommendations from people, usually friends. Like, someone will share a song with me, or I'll just hear someone playing something and I like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, like, listening to people's recommendations, or, like, knowing that someone like shares musical interests as you and then like they have this other musical interest then you're like well i'll probably like that because they like that so Mm -hmm. i think that goes with a lot of things other than music so speaking of recommendations ben do you have any musical recommendations for us you listen to a lot of music uh i don't know what kinds of music (laughs) just (laughs) something that you've been liking recently I don't know. I really like Weezer. Um, I mean, people. <laughs> I don't think they have the best reputation among people. Mostly because I don't know. People just think they're like way too cheesy and stuff. But if you actually like listen closely, like they do a lot of like pretty experimental and weird stuff. So I don't really know how they got that like cheesy label. <laughs> It's, like, really interesting. Like, obviously, like, some albums of theirs are, like, pretty cheesy and radio-friendly. But then others, it's, like, more, what like, like various instrumentation, like, different instrumentation. And, like, different, experimenting with different song structures and stuff. So I'm curious, Martha, you mentioned something about you really liked some albums that you had listened to. What are your all feelings on like listening to whole albums? Do you listen to whole albums usually or do you just make listen to 
playlists or singles. I know. That's so difficult listening to a whole album. Really? Yeah, I already find it difficult. Why is that? Oh, it's just like the just like one person's vision for like in forty or an hour, forty minutes or like an hour, and I feel like I just get like tired of that after like twenty minutes. Like mm-hmm. I like classical pieces where they're like twenty minutes long. I guess. Like, I feel like 40 minutes is just, like, too long to just, like, sit down and listen. No, I definitely get that. I mostly, like, I listen to the whole album, and then eventually, because I listen to music when I do my homework, (coughs) so eventually, like, I listen to some of these albums probably, I just listen to only that album for a week or two, and I just like the music, Mm. and that's, like, when I sit down, I'm like, this is what I'm listening to, and I really like it, and then a couple weeks later, I'll be like, okay, I've listened to that album, and then I go on to something else. But I think part of it is that I'm not just sitting there listening most of the time. Usually for the first run-through, I maybe am. But I'm usually doing something else while I'm listening. Otherwise, yeah, my focus is not strong, and it gets, like, you get kind of, every time you, well, you try to analyze all the music, and then my brain starts getting weird. But But just listening straight through and being like, oh, yeah, I like that song. Here's another song I like. And then instead of, because once you listen to it enough, it doesn't necessarily feel like you're listening to an album as you're listening to each individual song that you like. Yeah, I, like, Martha is a very passive listener, or, like, can be, because Martha can do homework while she's listening to music with lyrics, and I cannot listen to any music when I do any kind of homework because it completely draws my focus because I'm, like, an extremely active listener, like, even Same. if it's instrumental music, I just, I can't do See, it. See, I can do lyrical music a lot better than I could do instrumental music. That's interesting. For listening while doing homework. And if I do lyrical music, it has to be music I've already listened to. Right. I can't do new songs. But if it's something I already listened to, I can put it to the background. <laughs> That's really interesting because I always want to just, like, li- like hear the lyrics in my head, even if I've already heard mm-hmm. them before. But, um, yeah, I can only listen to, like, rainforest sounds. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I can't listen to music while I work either. Yeah. It makes my work so much more enjoyable. Well, though. I it's bet. awesome. Yeah. <laughs> no, I I would really wish I like could do that, but I that's never worked. Because whenever me. I have to sit down and do work, I'm like, yay, this is time I get to sit down and listen to music. So it's like a great time. <laughs> yeah, my experience... Yeah, I just Oh, go ahead, Maria. I find it super distracting. Like you were saying, Anna, I just I want to my brain just follows the music instead of what else I'm doing. That happens even if I'm just in a restaurant and there's music playing and I'm trying to talk to somebody. Oh, yeah. I'll start listening yeah. to the music instead and I can't talk. I totally get that. No, but on the on the front with um like listening to whole albums, I find myself to be like most successful with listening to complete albums when it's like a musical theater album because I feel like those like tell a story. And so I can, like, follow that more because it's almost like reading a book or something for me. Um, But you're just, like, listening to the music because it's much more of a progression, whereas, like, an album of someone's... Again, like Ben was saying, it's just, like, one person's music, one person's vision, and they don't necessarily, like, connect to each other. It's just, like, that person's music continually, and you might, like, get kind of sick of it. But I... Yeah, I'm most successful listening to, like, musical theater soundtracks. And I usually can listen to those, like, 
consecutively. I don't know. For me, because we talked about how music make, puts you in a mood, and I feel like since it's one artist, it has a similar mood. So like, like if I like the mood, I like going back to it again because it's all nice and cohesive and similar like mood-wise. And I mean, so for one of the albums I listened to, I really liked one song. So I just listened to that song for a while, and then I was like, okay, I'll listen to the other songs because I like this song, and then I gradually listened to the whole album. So I don't have like a very streamlined way of listening to music. I kind of just do what I'm feeling. If I really like a song, I'll I'll play it 20 plus times in a row. And that's <laughs> yeah. how I do that too. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, this is interesting because I, like Ben, what you were saying about somebody having a, um, like listening to somebody's vision for 40 minutes, I really like that. Like that's what I like about movies and tv and books is it like you get absorbed in somebody's creative project that they created and part of that is the mood thing that you were talking about martha that it creates this particular mood and you get to inhabit that world and its moods for a period of time and there are definitely like a lot of musicians who i don't care for the entire album or like even if i like them i can't listen to an entire album just because it's too much but like my favorites, I will listen to the entire album over and over. Because I, I just like absorbing it that way, sort of as one big cohesive package. No, this spring I was traveling a lot. And I don't know why, but Bruno Mars 24 Karat Magic was what I listened to. I probably listened to that <laughs> album 50 plus times. That's just kind of how I do my muse. I don't really know why. But... I mean, yeah, I definitely have those albums where I just like go back to you again and again. No, I always listen to an album for a really long time for however long, and then I kind of forget about it, and then eventually I'll sometime remember it, and then I'll listen to it again. But I kind of that time period is the main time I'll listen to any album is when I first listen to it and after in the yeah. coming week or yeah. weeks or yeah. <laughs> no I just have a really hard time getting into new music I don't know if it's because like I don't it is hard like, trust oh, yeah, the new music I'm like I'm so comfortable with what I have now and I'm so happy with like the music that I do listen to and like obviously this music like can't be as good mm. so I have a hard time listening to it but then yeah. sometimes I'll find stuff that I really enjoy but it's also just so hit or miss no. That I have a hard time, like, committing to new stuff. Also, I found the more I listened to something, the more I usually like it. Because I know when I first listened to some of the albums, I was like, this is not great. But then, as I listened <laughs> to it more, I really liked it. And again, with that one album, I just listened to one song over and over again. Because I just like that song. But then you start branching out because you're like, okay, I probably shouldn't listen to just this one song. <laughs> but... Yeah. I think it definitely takes a while for me to like new music, which is probably why once I finally like it, I listen to it a lot. But Yeah, I guess that's why I like the like stations on Google Play, because it's like they are organized around like a single like mood or like genre. But and it's like obviously that, but it's also just like a bunch of different people's take on that mood or that genre and I like that. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
So before we kind of close out our discussion, we're going to put Martha and Ben on the spot. Huh? And give them some quick questions to answer right away. Ready? Yeah. Ready? Uh, okay. Okay. First question. Is it, are we both, are we doing one at a time or yes, are we both? both answering the same question. At, at the same time. Well, no, we will follow each other. Talk over each other as much as possible. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now that we have that cleared up. So I think, I think Martha already answered this question, but we're going to start off with the basics. What is your favorite color? Orange. Orange, orange, orange. <laughs> I think it's really interesting, Martha, that your favorite color has been orange since you were a baby. Like, that's always been your answer. And I think, because I don't like to wear orange or anything, but I just, I still, like, orange is my favorite color. I don't wear orange ever or see it that much, but it's still my favorite color. What about you, Ben? Hell yeah, I still like yellow. It's always been my favorite color. Is that still your favorite color, Anna? Yeah, yellow is my favorite color. Too. You all are so constant. My favorite color changes like every month. Yeah, I think that's fascinating. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I have different I really color have... phases, but my co- favorite color is will always be orange. But there's sometimes where I'm like, oh, I'm very into this color, but that'll never be my favorite color because my favorite color is orange. Yeah, yeah, interesting. All right, next question. Favorite food, if you had to pick one. Oh, man. I'm going to give, like, three or okay. more. Okay, <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> I like potatoes, bacon, raspberries. I knew you were going to say raspberries. Chocolate and lasagna. <laughs> and <laughs> chicken tikka masala. <laughs> nice selection there. Yeah. <laughs> and how about Ben? Okay. Uh, I really like Indian food and cheese and chocolate. Good choice. Good choice. The cheese beast speaks. Yeah. Okay. If you had to pick some words to live by, what would they be? Ooh. I think I remember one quote I liked. I did this for an application for something. I don't even remember whose quote it is, but it was Frost Your Life Cake. And I really like Frost. that one. <laughs> I think I like it's good because it's funny. And also, I don't know. I think everybody should frost their life cake. Don't do so. I don't know. Live it up. Live life. <laughs> Be happy with what you're doing and frost it. Yeah, I like yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Are you making fun of me? Yeah. Then. <laughs> <laughs> What about you, Ben? Words to live by. Words to live by? Uh, I don't know. I don't really have any words to live by off the top of my head. What's your life motto? I'm Guiding to... philosophy. Um, I don't know. I like Taoism. I think that's a good philosophy. <laughs> this is like a big topic. <laughs> yes. a different answer than Frost Your Life Cake. <laughs> yes. I don't know. It's kind of just like go with what's happening and try to make the best of it, I yeah. guess. Exactly. Frost right. your life cake. Am I Frost right? Frost your life ben? cake. Right? Yeah, exactly. Frost your life cake. Yeah. But totally. more 
philosophically. <laughs> cake is philosophical. It's a, it's a spiritual experience, cake. Totally. Yeah, exactly. Totally. Okay. Um, next question is, what is your spirit animal? I don't necessarily know what mine is. Anna thinks she knows what mine is. I, I kind of identify <laughs> as it, but I haven't fully decided if I'm accepting of it. But Anna thinks I'm a zebra because I'm a weird horse. <laughs> I agree with that. Because yeah. I'm lanky. That seems very fitting. And horse-like, but also strange. <laughs> so we got to throw some stripes in there. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, Maria told me that my spirit animal was a bear, because most of the time it seems like I'm hibernating. <laughs> <laughs> also, you sort of lumber around. <laughs> yeah. So it sounds like your, if, your spirit animals are just our opinions of you both. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like how we just picked them for you. <laughs> yeah. So I'm curious, Anna, what is your spirit animal? Um, I. I don't, I don't know. I think a it might... A chipmunk. No, it's not a chipmunk. A chipmunk. I think it might be, like, a lemur. Ooh, that's mm. good. Yeah. Nice. Zabuma <laughs> What about Zabu you, Maria? <laughs> I think I'm a flamingo. I knew you were going to say that. I agree with that. <laughs> I don't know why. I, I just, feel like that's... I knew you were going to say that. Oh, Remember our superhero costumes, and you were in pink, oh, and you yeah. looked like a flamingo. I, I think that might. That's another... another past cousin experience. We dressed up as superheroes. We made our own superheroes. They weren't conventional superheroes. They were yeah. really great. Mm-hmm. And mine was the flamingo. That is, I true. was the rhythm I wrangler. Like, yeah. And Anna was the eggplant. I was the you were like a botanist eggplant. or something, Ben. Was I? I think so. He was Botany remember. Boy, wasn't he? Yeah. Was oh, Botany. yeah. <laughs> Botany Boy. Ah, that was great. All right. We have one more question for you both. Actually, sort of two more questions. But this one is, what is your favorite part of the holiday season? Everything. <laughs> I love the holidays. Everything. <laughs> there's trees. There's lights. There's wreaths. There's jolly people. There's good music. Yeah. There's good food. There's family. There's presents. Oh, yeah. it's great. <laughs> so, just the holidays are your favorite in general. Yeah. Okay. There's nothing one part because other things have each one part of it, but it's everything combined. That's what makes it fabulous. Okay. Ben? Yeah, I guess like I like the food and the family. What's your favorite holiday food? Ham. Hmm. All right. All right, and our last question is we talked about music already, but do you have any other like recommendations recently? Like TV shows or movies, books that you've read, <sighs> events that you've attended, anything that you've really enjoyed recently? Oh, I just got Netflix, so <laughs> we have some recommendations. I hi- I mean, everybody's probably already watched this. I'm just late to the game, but for both of these. But Gilmore Girls and New Girl are both fabulous. 
Let's see. I suggest that people go see some live theater. Musical theater, or just theater. We saw Electra for part of one of our college classes, and then we saw Waitress this weekend. And I think live theater is great. Oh, nice. So I think people should go yeah. support the arts and get a nice, good experience with some yeah. live theater. Well, and those two shows, like Electra is an ancient tragedy, and Waitress is a modern musical. So there's all kinds of things that you can go see yeah. that are always being performed. That'll tickle your fancy. Exactly. Uh, I recently watched The Imitation Game on Netflix. Yeah, so it's interesting. It's, yeah, it's sad, but it's interesting. We have a poster of The Imitation Game in my dorm room. Oh. Nice little Benedict Cumberbatch in space. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty awesome. <laughs> and then there's also this series on YouTube that I really like. It's from College Humor. It's called Jake and Amir. It's about these, like, two friends, and they just, like, drive each other crazy. <laughs> but it's oh, really funny. I'll have to check that out. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. We always ask this question to our guests at the end of our guest episode, and it is, how does the Never Wear Boring Socks philosophy apply to your life? So, with Never Wear Boring Socks, our kind of outlook is that with everyday experiences we might as well make the best of them so if you're gonna wear socks wear non-boring socks so how do you apply that idea to your life if not in socks what else do you like agree with that philosophy do you relate to it i definitely relate i was a pretty pessimistic complainy person before the breakdown of the beginning of my senior year, but we learned some things during those trying times. <laughs> so, I don't know. I think it's really important to think about the good things that happen in your day, because if you only think about the bad, then there's really not much point to the day. So, I definitely always try to focus on what's the good parts of my day now. I never really, I mean, there's bad days and stuff, but I never, don't try to remember any day as like, oh, that was just a bad day. I try to remember the good parts of that day, definitely. And I think that's part of the never wearing boring socks philosophy, because you want to try to make the best out of each day. And even if a day is hard, it's good to look at the good and fun things that happen during the day, because you could find good things in every day <laughs> and you can frost your life cake yeah, yeah. frost your life cake <laughs> yeah <laughs> what about you ben uh i don't hmm. i don't know i like how you talk about mindfulness and stuff i uh, feel like i when i wake up in the morning like I eat breakfast and then I just kind of like do something quiet and like try to get focused for the rest of the day. And I find that's like really helpful so I can be productive. I, I don't know if that's necessarily your living creatively, but. Well, I mean, Never Wear Boring Socks is partly about mindfulness and intentionality because the act of putting on. Not boring socks is a choice that you're making to 
to make the most out of your day by adding a little bit of joy into your life. And if you're intentionally creating a moment of space or mindfulness in the morning and that's improving your life, I think that's a similar idea. So this week, we would love to hear from our listeners about some of your favorite holiday traditions or family traditions, and maybe any creative ways that you keep in touch with your family. Do you have a private blog with code names? Do you have a podcast where you talk to your cousins? Let us know. We're always looking for creative ways to stay in touch you have been listening to never wear boring socks next week we will be talking about some holiday gift ideas and we'll have some kind of diy stuff and we'll talk about small businesses and things like that so tune in next week for a kind of holiday themed episode we'll kind of continue that idea And if you enjoyed this episode or any of our previous episodes, please subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play, and make sure to leave us a review. For each review for the rest of 2017, we are going to donate a dollar to the Hispanic Federation's Unidos Hurricane Relief Fund for Puerto Rico. You can find show notes for this episode at mariacatherine.com slash podcast slash 015. And Catherine is spelled K-A-T-H-A-R-I-N-E. And we would really love to hear from you, so feel free to get in touch with us and let us know what you thought of the podcast. You can email us at neverwearboringsocks at gmail.com. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at neverwearboringsocks and on Twitter at noboringsocks. Many thanks to Ben Ramsey, the cheese beast, for doing our audio editing. (laughs) And thank you to Martha and him for helping with our music. And thank you you to both of them for being here this week. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. And thank you for siblings and cousins and snuggle bunches. And thank you to our listeners for listening. We very much appreciate your time that you're spending with us. And we hope that you'll remember to never wear boring socks.